Hi, I'm Ronaldo McKenzie, and welcome to another episode of the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Today, we will go straight into Street Vibe, the pulse of the street, entitled Draft to a Pitch. The Draft to a, fi- to a Pitch. So, this was uh, this recording was done while I was driving in Germantown today, and I was actually speaking with some very powerful and important people as I seek to develop uh, uh, a core group of investors and 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 the board and contributors of the neoliberal round podcast as because uh, uh, sorry of the neoliberal the neoliberal corporation the neoliberal corporation we are hoping to grow we're doing a lot is happening we're moving quickly we have a lot of ideas it's quickly moving we are taking we are a think tank social media publishing company we uh social news commentary we have a a, a domain a web sorry a website nolosimckenzie.com but in this particular street vibe segment today i am um, it's 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 in a sense i was uh driving and i was speaking with a with at least three individuals who i which i won't say their name for they have asked me not to share their name and they deliberately and they were quiet as i was driving so i um i i am going to share that with you and i thought it was kind it's usually i share i it would be yours truly and other person speaking but it's really i am speaking in this particular street vibe but it is kind it's a street vibe because i'm I, you know it it gives that street v you know so Yours truly, I have a, a kind of street vibe kind of a perspective sometimes. You know, I went to the streets and I'm giving... We're not doing that. We're not doing this take in the studios at all. We're, we're doing this in the streets. And um, and there are actually people... And I call it pulse of the street or beat of the street, but it's really street vibe. And I'm engaging people and I'm talking to people always on the go. It's really refreshing. It's so anthropological. It is... It's really something amazing and i am really loving it but before i get into before i get into uh into into street vibe there is one news that i have to lift up news update news update um news update coming in from the regarding the russian invasion of ukraine the russian U- invasion of the ukraine and uh, we are hearing that yesterday yesterday was was marked the turn of events so the breaking so there is breaking news coming in for out of Ukraine and it's not really a breaking news it's really a news update because I learned this very early this morning very very early this morning so so there is news one according to Mikolaev who is a senior Ukrainian government official a senior Ukrainian government official he says that today was a turn of events and small victory for Ukraine he said that the Ukrainian army and its foreign legion of volunteer fighters were able to repel the Russian army and liberate Nikolaev, whom he described as fascist invaders. He reported that they are now working to free the region from the Russian occupation and invasion. Secondly, secondly, and further, while, while Ukraine could not get their skies closed, they were able to close the sea, and this was due to the help from Turkey. He explained that this support is incredibly important for the Black Sea regions. And thirdly, 
He went on to say that due to the Russian provocations, the humanitarian corridors were were not opened all over Ukraine today, or they were closed all over Ukraine yesterday, that is. But he reassured that they were aware of the situation, especially in Snegarevka, regarding how the cargo was going. So those are the so those those that's some of the th- the news coming out of Ukraine today, and um, we we hope and negotiations continue between Russia and Ukraine. Between and um and we're hearing and of course we know that Russia, 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 Russia has repelled, um or is is moving its troop from some of the um, outlier areas, but they but in a sense they have surrounded. Or they're trying to close in on Kiev. They're trying to close in on Kiev, but we know that um, they, the the international fighters and and the the foreign legion and the Ukrainian army. They are working together, and they are putting up fierce resistance. They are able to push back some of the Russian army from some of the cities, and um, from some of the the, city, the other cities. And we know that, um, and they are working to do so in other in other areas. And they are actively, they are actively working in Kiev. And that's where they have focused a lot of their strategic defense. And in fact, they have even actually started some offensive positions. Um, so so we, we, we continue to follow the news, what's happening in Ukraine. And we will continue to keep you updated about what other news that's coming in. And there is one more thing. So recently, there was something, there was something about LeBron James, which I actually posted up on... Uh, Reddit, which I will now try and find. There's a poll. I did a poll, and oh, I actually do not have access to the poll. But the next episode, I will give you the results of the poll. I did a poll about uh, LeBron James because there was a poll about LeBron James recently, where where he had. Uh, and I'm trying to actually find the poll right now. If I could find it, I will give you the results of the poll. I did a poll on Twitter and I did a poll on Reddit, asking about LeBron James's performance. LeBron James's uh, performance in Space Jams. For those of if you don't know that he did Space Jams, he did a he did a movie Space Jams. Like it was, a, I think it was a remake of the one done by Michael Jordan. And I am trying to find the poll so that I can get the results of the poll. So here we go. Um, I asked the question: LeBron James win worse sorry the poll says lebron james win worst actor award for role in space jam king james was playing himself and i responded by saying that king james was playing himself so how can you win anything else when there's no effort needed to make a character or a role on screen come alive so that it achieves cinema verite or truth in film when the audience know it's lebron playing himself the question is, was he believable as himself? And um, so far, I can tell you, we are. It was split 50-50. There are 50, So far, it's 50-50. Most uh, 50% of the people. Well, it's split 40-40. 40% of the respondents says yes. 40% of the respondents says no. And so far, about just 10% says they're not sure. Okay. But we will continue to follow that, and we will provide you the, uh, the the result of that poll on our next show, on the next episode, which will be probably shortly. We have two two very interesting and very important podcast episode that I really want to share with you, and then we also have some major announcements about what we are doing 
and where we're going uh, in the next couple of episodes and you will hear what's going on with the neoliberal. So thank you for listening to the Neoliberal Round podcast and thank you for your support. And if you want to support this program and what we're doing, you can donate to this show. And there, are, if you click on the details of the show, there are ways that tell you how you can donate to the program. And just so you know as well, that um, so that and so coming up next is the our next segment, the next segment of this show, which is Street Vibe, Post of the Street, where I am actually get, talking with some individuals, giving in a, in a sense, uh, doing a rough draft of a pitch that I hope to to present to some investors. And uh, it's good to talk to people, rub heads with people, because I actually got um, connected with a consultant who I was speaking with recently. And uh, one of the things he said, you have to be able to provide a pitch. You have to be able to, when you are in business and you want to get to the next level, you have to believe in yourself. You have to always work and work, working on it and finding out ways. And you, you, not only do you want to put up, but you want to get, you want to invest. So this, ha- I've learned so much about website development, about how to how to uh, develop a, a, to get a domain and to 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 merge all your your feeds together and it's just really I am looking forward to the journey and I hope that you come on board with me and see how far where we go where we go with this and we hope that you know I always believe in the law of multiplicity where each one reach one or the law of multipli- multi uh, multiplication this multi- the multiply effect. And so I hope that as I reach you and as you are moved by th- what we are doing here, I hope that you will be part of the, the, the great thing that we are doing. You know, I, you know, I remember I was, I, some time ago, I think I read with you, I read, I shared Kevin Harrington's, uh, I, I'm impressed with the work that Kevin Harrington is doing, just so you know. But he has a personal brand. He has a personal brand. And the personal, and he has a, a LinkedIn page which I went on his LinkedIn page and he feature, he has a featured post and I just find it quite interesting it says how do you build a personal brand one remember that the idea of your brand is just the beginning you need to take action okay the second thing and it might be small you might have two three four five kind of um, reach but just just keep working keep put keep believing in, in what you have and keep building on it and building on it you know because if you look Rome wasn't built in a day and people understand that and if you look at Oprah Oprah started her brand on, on a small was a small syndicated show and now she has a whole uh, a, a whole network it, she started small and then she went so she and she kept working at it and she believed in it and she you know and utilized her connections and I'm, you know, I'm building my connections as well and my network to include various people in society, the, you know, the people and everybody. You want, to, you want to reach and connect with everyone, you know, as much as possible. But especially when, when you want to build a personal brand or you have a company or you want to promote a particular talent and so on, you have, there are certain things that certain, knowing certain people and connecting with certain people will, will help. The next thing, when you have reached certain people, when you have connected with people, it's the thing, how do you utilize your connection? How do you utilize the people, the influences and the people in your life? And just, you have to know who they are and what they can do. And then find a way to, 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 to connect with them. Find a way 
to say for example i say to myself if i i say to myself if i cannot bring my family and my friends and my sphere of influence if i cannot influence them if i cannot get them on board and have them buy into the work i'm doing here at the neoliberal corporation then how how then i cannot is how can i expect other people to buy in so so i guess you know if they, if no if my family hasn't bought into it or invested fully as fully as i would want them to because i need to work on the messaging a little bit more in a sense or probably it's so that they be, become a, a more more invested in it you know in a more deliberate and active way and so therefore you have to continue to develop ideas and ways in terms of how you can uh uh uh, uh utilize the people in your life how how do i utilize how do i reach them now that i have these people how do i get them on board what do i need to do and i spoke with someone on linkedin and he reminded me about the importance of of having a pitch the important and part of working on a pitch to 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 sell yourself and to sell your business and to sell your brand and to sell your message to people is you have to always is talk about it with various people and see how they respond and their reaction and then you work and rework it and so you know this is this is a rough draft and i worked and i spoke with some individuals and they gave back gave me some feedback and i hope to utilize people like uh, raul castro in a very in a significant way i hope to utilize not to not to uh, troll them or to not you know but you have to find a way that you don't annoy them but yeah okay or feel as though you're being about they find a way to 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 show what you are about okay in a very interesting way you know and and not only that people want to know what value things have things have for them for their own lives you know and as i said to you my goal in life is to add value well when you hear in the the recording on street vibe the next take you hear you hear me talk talking with these individuals i talk about what my you know i talk about my journey some of it and my and, and where i am and where i'm going and my life and my principles and ideology and the neoliberal corporation but i talk about my mission and when i was young in high school as I, as i was transitioning into college i talk about the fact that i my mission my career goal was always on resume it was always to work in a dynamic context that add value and because people want to know and get people want to know how things people are interested in things that add value and so therefore that is important and so i need to be able to pitch provide a pitch to people where they understand and as i continue to work on my content as i continue to organize and streamline and so on and so forth and so i'm working on my pitch and i'm of course i'm i've just you know i developed the corporation document and the plan but i'm working i'm, I'm developing a a more a proposal and a investment and a deliberate and active business plan in a sense you know, you have a marketing plan and you have a a, a a general business plan but you also you have to have a plan to get investors you have to have a plan to get people to buy in so i probably in addition to your overall plan and you work on your personal brand and your business or whatever you're doing is you there is also as you develop more and because you know some and sometimes as you start small and develop you become you understand your business more you understand yourself more you understand all the society is changing because i have learned a lot i have learned i i have 
My life is so interesting. I, interesting. I give God thanks for my life. The various places I've been and the people that have influenced me and the people who I have influenced. The, the, you know, the challenges and, and, the, and the, the threats, but the opportunities and so on. It's really interesting and uh, I, I am looking forward to where I go with this and how you can get involved. So listen to this next take as I, as I, as, yeah, because it was interesting. As I share, I was just speaking off the bat and it would be great for you to hear, you know, this particular vibes, this, this particular pulse and how I, I, I kind of work on this pitch with these individuals in a sense. Thank you so much and continue to, to, uh, to, to, to stay tuned to the, to the show. We're going to take a break and then the next, thing, the next segment will be Street Vibe. My name is Ronaldo McKenzie, and I'm the founder and president of the Neoliberal Corporation, a think tank, publishing, and social media company, which is aimed at serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenges. It's a bold, this company is a bold company. It's grassroots. It's, what we're doing is that we want to facilitate thought and critical thinking. We want to take academia to the streets and to the world. The, the neoliberal corporation has several news feeds where we put out news and comment and make commentaries. We have podcasts, a podcast episode. We put out at least daily or weekly podcasts, two or three per week. And um, it's growing. We have, we, we have over 400 plays, but it just started and it is growing and it has opportunities to grow. And we know that it can grow much more, but we are limited by several resources, such as, you know, the finances to, to, to put to, to market and to advertise, so that we can we are seen even more. But so far, with the with the limited resources that we have, we are being seen, we are being noticed. People are interacting with us. I was also able to publish a book. Um, with the help of another, with an independent publishing company called Palmetto, and they were instrumental in helping me to put this book together and to get it out, a book that is an academic book, which is, and which was part of my research and thesis at the uh, University of Penn, and, and part of, and not only just at Penn, but it's also part of, it also contains journeys, um, anthropo- um, anthropological um, research or in, uh, interviews and everyday life stories, which and, and I believe that's important. People want to tell their story, and with the way with what social media has done, the leveling out, the leveling out of um, the leveling out of uh, of the playing field of information. I believe that this is a tremendous opportunity for people now to take advantage and. People are still learning about this. People, people don't know, and so I, I think I provide a platform to educate and to inform. And um, and I put out a lot of content. I have a lot of ideas. I'm always thinking. I'm always writing. I'm always reading and interacting with people on the streets and in the boardrooms and in, in academia and mainstream and 
on the fringes of society and they provide a perspective which and I'm an, you know I'm a student of liberal art and liberal study which speaks to human values and ethics and um, and my and I believe in uh, I believe in interdisciplinary studies it makes you into a well-rounded person and I've worked in almost every single industry you can think of and I've been almost at every level in society and I and and so the neoliberal was started and it is growing significantly we had to change our website we have a new website out now we have I have a lot of ideas which I want to do with the podcast have several several examples that I have um, I will be I'll be going into the communities going to various events talking to various people you can go onto my website I'm going on the events page and you can sign up for any event that's going on um, in, the, in the community or in, in Jersey in Philadelphia in the world people you know people can go on my website you can people can send me what their 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 um their event and i post it up and and we make the page in such a way where people can go in and search and find things wherever you are depending on where you are and depending on how you search you can, it will have filters where people can search for things that's relevant to them since we're getting we're going to be getting um events from all uh request to post up events from all over the world and from all the and from communities and so what we're going to be doing is going to be ensuring that we make the page in such a way that people can find events that's relevant to them and also we'll be, be the, the neoliberal post which is a page on the web on on the on our website where people can read our our daily or weekly and uh, and featured commentaries and we will also provide an opportunity for anyone to submit letters and articles and stories and to interact with each other and um so that is the idea and and of course we want to also we have a bookstore and that is done operated through an affiliate page ebay and that was done because you know i am limited with resources so i can't so the funding is limited so i some what i've done was able to go around some go around some of the websites so that instead of spending money to have a plugin to be able to have woocommerce or whatever what i did was to create a page and to have a link where people can now go to the I create a store page and then you which links to my eBay page so now you can go to my eBay page and you can find all the products and materials and resources that you want and of course people can uh, subscribe to uh, to the neoliberal commentary which is now, of course, we have several different news feeds. I mean, when I talk about news feeds, I'm talking about social media news feeds, and we're a social media news company. So we have, uh, I'm talking about LinkedIn, and uh, the neoliberal has a LinkedIn, and I also have a LinkedIn profile, and uh, and I have a neoliberal. I have a newsletter, which is which is which is connected to my Ronaldo C McKenzie, uh, Reverend Ronaldo C McKenzie LinkedIn profile. But of course, there is a link to that, and I make I made the website in such a way where people can, where every time I post a new, where where my the, the welcome page or the home page of the of Renaldo C McKenzie website is connected with, uh, for some way it's connected to the home page. So every time I post an article or or log a new podcast, it automatically uploads into the web to the page. 
which is quite interesting. Um, so that's good. And uh, and you know, I've learned this particular experience and this journey that I'm on is proven to be really interesting and exciting. I really have to say that it makes life really fun. And it provide, you know, because I'm also trying to add value in life. I think when I graduated from high school, there was one particular individual that was meaningful to me. I had a role model and a mentor, Dr. Fritz Pinnock, who is, who was one of my neighbors. And right now he's going through, he's in hot waters with the Jamaican government over some, because he, he's the president. He was the, the chancellor, the president of the Caribbean Maritime Institute or Caribbean Maritime University. And, uh, and when I met Dr. Pinnock or Fritz at the time, I was a youngster and he was, you know, he's married with two kids and he was very involved in church and in the community and uh, he was, uh, I think he was a managing director for a company and then he left that company and he was working on his PhD and I was just impressed by him and I remember once he said that, you know, if you have to, if, in order to get ahead in life, if you have to volunteer something then do it because that creates the greatest opening for you you know you can also put that on your on your credentials and it will and and so that's a, a that's a, that's really great his insights were really good it really really it, it you know I really learned from him in terms of as I think about my life and I began to position my career and so on I learned a lot about a lot a lot from him about life and I think he had he had a resume. I looked, I saw one of his resumes, and I was very impressed by his resume. And his resume had a, always had a mission, a mission or a goal or a statement. And it says, "What is your career goal?" And so on. And it says, "To he wanted to, he said on it, and I stole it. <laughs> Actually, I, he was okay with me using it, but in a sense, I stole it. And um, I didn't really steal it, but." Um, but I find it very useful because I used it to. Uh, he said. He said his mission. He wanted to be a value-added person. To work within a very dynamic context that adds value and provides an opportunity for him to add value. And then later on, of course, I. Later on, my um, my mission changed it because I, I when I was at the seminary, Jamaica Theological Seminary, I was uh, I was a part of Renewed Ministries and I was mentored by Reverend Quinn Richards, a great gentleman. He mentored me. I learned leadership. I learned about leadership. I learned about John Maxwell and Tim Elmore, how to be a people person. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership was really good, and uh, I learned learned about um, support group and how. How students can 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 get the best out of their out of their college education, given their um, given the limitations or the, the various stimuli coming at them, uh, and it, they, it provided focus. But I also was able to take this when I went to University of Penn. I was a, I was a program coordinator at the mentoring pro, at the, well, the upward bound mentoring program there, and it was really it was and I you know I still have some of those resources that I utilize and that I share with others. But um, the the mission statement that I went, I changed it from being a value-added person. But I said, but I'm still trying to add value. That's my goal to add value. 
but it changed to um my it changed to something else i wanted to know uh to be uh to invest in others what has been invested in me because i was given a lot you know i've been given a lot and who much what who much is given much is required and um but i want to invest in others i do not have selfish goals recently i actually told somebody that my twin brother that i my I changed my prayer i don't want to be contented anymore more i want i want to be wealthy i don't want to be contented because when if i'm contented i can only provide for myself if i'm contented then i'm i can only, i can only, it's i'm selfish but recently you know i i'm seeing needs in my community in my family in my you know in the world and i and sometimes i feel really impotent to help people and i want to be able to not just help myself i want to invest in others and to invest in others and to add value of course i need to be in a financial position to be able to do that and and i always tell people i do not come for money i do not come i do i'm not from a name i don't come from a name you know i'm not synonymous with any big names and i always tell people that and um and that is important you you know i don't have access so i am doing everything from scratch and i'm working hard and and i was praying recently recently i said god please let somebody see me and of course kevin harrington reached out to me and said hey i'm impressed with your work i would like to connect with you and um of course uh, and then um raul castro reached out to me and uh, followed me and um and i was impressed by that and of course those are very important connections to have as you seek to grow and develop and i hope i can make i can utilize those connections the next step is how do i utilize those connections i did reach out to raul uh, mr castro asking him if he could come on my podcast and i can do an interview with him and that's that's really good and of course um i am setting up a board and um, and i'm and i also need investors because i my comfort what i'm doing is just it provides it's a, a lot of opportunities and i have a lot of content and a lot of ideas so for example i do a new i, I think i might have said i'm doing a new program called street vibe and where i'm going into the community and and speaking with people interviewing people getting their concepts and their views you know debating with people in community and um going to events live or whatever you know going on the back rooms going on the porches talking to people get to, feeling the pulse of the street and uh and that, that and i so that's a new segment that i have in the neoliberal round in addition to talking about international commenting on international news and commenting on issues of power and so on and talking about and sharing my research and dissertation but you know my my research and so on is very is anthropological because i want to hear what people are saying and i want to that that's part of 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 data that's part of getting information and that is important and so um i hope that i'm able to to so i you know i'm putting together a bit uh, uh, a pitch where i can uh, or a proposal where i can pitch to individuals because i'm looking for investors people who would invest in me invest in what we are doing here at the neoliberal corporation not just me but in in the idea and and what i'm about and of course i lay out what i'm about in on the website uh, about page and 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 in some and and i and even in my articles and posts and journals you know as, as i said i talk about power and this, and I talk about how how people how power is maintained in the world and that has everything to do with the dynamic of 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 humanity 
and I have said that life is about people and how people communicate. Every so everything about life, um, everything about life involves the exchange and it involves communication, and so that is important. And so I have argued. So, so if you, so I, and I talk a lot about privilege and power and status and studying society and the history and philosophy and the economic and and the, and the theory and looking at religion and so on, looking at society, and you know, this provides a tremendous perspective and not privilege in my perspective over any other, but uh, but say for example, yesterday I had a very intense conversation with somebody who believes that slavery was normal and slavery existed before so it was okay you know and um, and then of course they so and there are people in, and people in society are not equal and then of course talks about basketball i think he probably was trying to be funny talking about how basketball was made for everybody but um but of course just you know when, when basketball and sports they were uh, it wasn't we didn't black people weren't weren't able to to play in sports and over time, black, I don't believe that black people are better at sports than white people and so on. I don't believe in that theory. Right now, look what's happening with uh, your chick or dunk kick or whatever these people are, these called from Ukraine or from the uh, from the uh, those countries. Was it Serbia? Is it Serbia? But there are people, uh, you know, look at your main and so on. These guys, you might have one people, they, you know, and I'm quite sure you can find people all over the world black white whatever who can play okay and we don't have to make it about race but when basketball started and baseball and football and so on in the when when i mean in the, in racial america black people weren't able to play and to participate yeah, that's why you you always hear people talk about the first african-american to do this and the first but eventually black people became to dominate in a sense people with black skin became to start to dominate um certain sports certain sports but okay but not that but not that the people who have black skin are better than those people but uh, you know they you know the thing because the circumstance make black people have to work hard work harder okay what what so you know when people take something take some things for granted then you know their their skill level and so they don't probably their skill level is different but you know it's not people don't just have skill and talent you also have to work hard to develop that skill and to hone your skill lebron james have to constantly work hard he wasn't a three point he wasn't a, uh, 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 his his shooting ability wasn't that great wasn't you know it 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 had lots of room for development but he's getting better over time as he gets older because he's and he's constantly working to get better so I'm telling you that they are, they, you know, black people have over time worked very hard. They had to work hard and, and once they were able to play, you know, certain rough life you have, certain hard life you have. So it's not about race or your biology. It's not about race or your biology, as you say, or your biology, really. I mean, of course, there are people, not necessarily based on race. There are people who can run fast, but it doesn't have to be uh, not necessarily white or black or whatever. No, no, I guess we can do more. We can do research, research. But when you racialize that research, then that's what you get a racial, uh, you know, a racial conclusion, a report 
or not, you know. So I'm saying to you that uh, those are some of the issues, those are some of the things that. But the, when I talk about race, the only reason I'm trying I talk about race in the way I do, saying that there is no race, is because I'm looking at race as a strategy, a strategy. And in order, if we can ban, if Florida can ban teaching people to feel guilt, we can also ban certain ideas in the world which is not necessary. Then it's not necessary. But we need to. St- we need to, you know, we need to study peoples and not race. Put them in any race or category, racial categories or whatever the case might be. But um, there are people who might not share the same idea that I do. They might be, they might think that there are people who, they, you know, and of course they do. I spoke about that yesterday, and I've been always, you know, there are people who have other ideas. But we wanna, we wanna, we facilitate the ideas. We are all one. And when we, and that's the greatest miracle, when we are able to think as one and live as one, then society would have scored the greatest victory. And when we talk about people say, oh, we are united. And you're Philadelphia, the, what, Philadelphia, when you tra- actually, a, Philadelphia is, comes from Greek, which means what? Brotherly love, we say. Love for brother, love for sister. But you know, look what's going on in Philadelphia. People are stealing from each other and so on. But of course, part of stealing is the effect of what? The creation of the society creating vulnerable people in society who believe that they have no way out. Their escapism is through theft and through criminality. And of course, there are those who do it through greed because we make a society based on greed. If we are a society of a society where we are all one and we are all united and it wasn't based on greed, then of course the consequence of that society would not be heightened criminality. You know, criminality is a result of the a society based on race, a society that's based on on, on, on categories and groups. Rich and poor, black and white, so on and so forth. We make it an issue. And create studies that continue to perpetuate that. And some people believe that having those distinctions is having those distinctions are important. Yes, they're important for a society that's based on race. A society that continues to demean and to discriminate against certain people. But if we are truly united and as the constitution said that all men are made equal and we're really equal. We're really and truly equal. Then indeed, the, uh, uh, we certain things in society, the things that we do, the way we structure society, we won't need to structure. We wouldn't have you know, the kind of negative. You know, there are positive and negatives in every society. So, of course, there's a negative in um, a capitalist society that promotes difference that promotes division that have that promotes a kind of competition that celebrates and protects and maintains the few over the many and continues in a systematic way 
to advantage the few because there is no way that the society can be fair if people are already ahead and, and those who are coming up continue to be dogged by policies and systems that protect, that ensure that certain persons are protected from competition, yet we promote competition. But as I, as I let me, but as I was, I was making the point though. There are some people who might believe. Say, for example, the Penn Alumni Black Society who removed me, who banned me after I posted that article about race being a pseudoscience and we must stop thinking race. Because I guess we would need to have a Penn Black Alumni Society. No, it doesn't mean that we should abandon a, um, a Penn Black Alumni Society. Because probably that's some of the, that's one of the ways we can heal. From because there are people who are still hurting from. From the from from the from from a having from a racial past and the kind of society that we have. So how, if we move if we so the next so the question is if we stop thinking race, how do you then move forward when people are still hurting, hurting from the past? That's the question. Can we still then have uh, groups, certain privileged groups? Say for example, you know. Uh, fraternal groups and I'm I'm part of a fraternity the, no I'm the pop the thing is nothing is wrong with having groups and denominations and so on and different perspectives and Republicans and de- Democrats but the problem is is when we start to privilege those positions when we start to have a society that think that that thinks that it is better the pen black society doesn't think that it's just promote certain issues but it doesn't prevent white um, Caucasian from interacting with the group but it speaks to a lot of issues it's a, but it speaks to, to a lot of issues that certain people identify and it's a way of dealing with the past coming to terms with it coming to terms with what's going on in society so uh, of course we have to uh, think about so we it, it so it doesn't so stop thinking ways doesn't mean that we can't have certain groups, but the, as I as I have argued and as I am and as I am arguing in my paper, in my um, which is uh, looking at um, privilege and power. I, the point is, the problem for society is that some people think that their idea is better and even develop exceptional, exceptional principles or or make their positions exceptional by saying. This is the way, the truth and the life. No other way is the ideal way. There should be no other way. And that is the problem. Nothing is wrong with, as I said, diversity. Diversity means, diversity means a kind of flexibility. Diversity means tearing down walls and coming together as one, irrespective of our independent thought but the thing is people just cannot come together without creating doctrines that lock people into thinking one way because they want to create a particular identity And those, and anyone who is within that particular identity, who may have a slightly different identity, 
is attacked or treated as the other or as the enemy say for example and that's exactly what putin is doing treating ukraine and some of these other countries as the enemy because they are they are moving away from a particular russian identity and giving leeway to western ideas and values that is part of the problem for society and and so he's going to war because he wants to put he wants to protect his values and his ways and his putin's ways and ideas and the old russian values which means and all the other countries are part of that in fact he doesn't even want western ideologies and western such as nato and so on to even come very close to the border and and probably because of the suspicions that nato soviet between soviet the soviet union or russia uh, Russia and uh, and uh, and and the the Western and those Western or European countries with Western values and of course the U.S. and those and Canada and so on. There's always this suspicion because this, there's this suspicion because of because of because of what we said Occidentalism and Orientalism values that these people have about the other and they think that their value and their way is the better way and that any other the others the other are any other way the western values and ideologies are is not good for society it's not good for humanity but of course he argues that the west thinks it's at a, so even putin thinks that the west think that it's exceptional and of course americans talk about exceptionalism and of course when obama was president and even by the and liberals in this country they are trying to move away from this idea of exceptionalism in a sense america is a great country and if you are american then we are supposed to be you know we are patriotic americans but that doesn't mean that we are going to exceptionalize our americanism to the extent where we are willing to go to the extreme and kill other people because they must ad- adopt american values american value is is i believe american value especially progressive and some of these values they have some great there are some really really powerful things about uh, this 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 having this american ideology because we talk about american being free the ability to be able to live as one to be able to come together but there are instances when there are some people in in our country in the in the u.s or where who are always trying to be to exceptionalize to sorry to universalize a particular principle and if they if if others and of course there are others say for example we said recently on um and we are talking about first take i was talking about first take some time ago and i published an article in renaldocmckenzie.blogspot.com when our stephen a smith first take show i can't remember his for some reason i cannot remember his his former co-host but um uh what was his the former mac i can't remember stephen a smith former co-host on first take but uh, i was very upset with him because he's doing the whole black lives matter protest and so on he he said on the show i am going to hold on to my white privilege and i thought that was insensitive and we have to be sensitive and uh and i believe that by saying that you're holding on to your white privilege that means you believe in privilege but he said he's going to use his white privilege 
use your white privilege to help other people while still while still subscribing to privilege of your white privilege so you you know so i had a problem with that saying that you're you know because i don't subscribe to any privilege white black or any two say to subscribe to a privilege it means you subscribe to this idea that white is better than black and so you have to put that into perspective i'm going to hold on to my white privilege but i'm going to still ensure that i help people other people something is wrong with that argument so that is what i am about but i i'm not but what i'm what i am against is hate i do not promote hate but if i do hate i i if i do if i hate something it is this drive to want to to exception exceptionalize a particular behavior or to create connections and then exceptionalize that connection and then universalize that connection or universalize an idea exceptionalize and and universalize okay to the point of extremism that there is a problem with that and that is the problem for society that is the challenge for society as i said life is about what people and how we communicate and of course communication is what communication is to make popular what was the monopoly so and we have said again that social media and platforms it is so it is so important and and when i get a t- chance to really talk to you guys again i have to talk to you about my journey and my life and i'm doing a book i'm writing a book about the secrets to unlocking divine intervention and you have to and i also probably touched on it a bit and if you go on ronaldo c mckenzie dot com website you will see a featured paper on that and at the end of the paper which it had typo errors and grammatical because it's a draft paper but it's 40 pages but it's deep but at the end i have to you know i have to end by sharing this story i was in new york i was the planning manager or the head planner at a logistics company in new york making good money and i I, pr- I remember one day I, I just wasn't I do- did not believe this is what I wanted to this wasn't the goal that I had for myself and I was spending a lot of time um, building the company and, and I was spending 12, 14 I work hard and I was spend 12, 14, 15 hours developing developing uh, ideas um, managing people work uh, working on various solutions and really investing my time in developing the platform and making the best for the peoples of at the company I worked for and, but I gave, I was giving my all and I and I had parked my 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 academic studies and parked my plan for my book parked my plan for uh, you know for for developing a think tank like this so I decided to I prayed I remember I prayed and I said God please and I was having a very difficult time at this company because they were making my life hard and I can have another discussion about that as well. But I decided that I was not going to do that anymore. So I said, I, I said, I decided to pray one morning. It was we were having COVID. It was about 2018, 2019, or 2020, 2020. I remember I opened up my laptop about to go and to, to do some work, and I prayed and I said, God, please let them fire me. Please let them. I don't want to. If I resign, I may not get 
the kind of um, you know fund the kind of money that you get when you resign as when you're a junior executive or when you work in, as a certain senior manager and and uh, I said if I if if I may I be able to get benefits and so on I can use some of this money to start this company and this book and so on and so forth so I said let them terminate me let them fire me because I want to be able to give tremendous time to this company and if they fire me I'm going to I'm going to do Uber on the side and I was having problems and um, please fix my Uber account so that it works because I, for some reason Uber didn't want me to drive for them I'll do Uber on the side because I found out that Uber is, is provides tremendous you can really make Uber into a, a job it, you know, I won't even explain that to you because they have a plan that you can you know, do tax settings you can have an EIN register a company they work with some health you can do they also have health benefits and so on and so forth uh, you know it is a, a Uber Pro program you can it let me tell you uber you and you can make if you if you are able to drive uber and you're professional if you have a, if you're the cardinal professional you can make i'm i remember somebody went to buy a car and the guy said he does uber and when he showed his bank statements it was he made ninety eight thousand dollars that year so i won't say anything else okay and of course there are a lot of there are even case managers and i made a point about case managers case managers aren't paid well in this country and i used to be a case manager for years for four or five years in this country case managers aren't paid very well in this and if and and there's a difference just so you know there are differences when you talk about case management you have case aids and you have case managers case okay and then you have specialists and licensed persons as well if to be licensed or to be a case manager you a core case manager you have to have certain credentials and they only want to pay you forty-one and forty-two thousand dollars a year, if that, if that. And then, and I remember, oh, and then if they, and some of them have bonuses now, and they, and you have to do a lot of work to get this bonus, and they give you how much? One or two percent. As long as you appoint something. And so a lot of co- a lot of case man, as soon as they finish working, they clock out. You know what they do? Uber. Okay. Because, in fact, some people, you hardly find men doing case management work. In fact, they'll rather do Uber than to do case management work or to drive for DoorDash or Lyft. And just so you know, I find tremendous value in, in, in driving because you, that's when you get to connect with people. If you are an academic and you want a side job as a student, especially if, you're, if let's say, you're doing social, the social sciences, and, and, and as people in social science, you also want to, you want to intersperse, yes, old academic principles with fresh thinking. For what, what, how are people thinking? What's the pulse of the street? You know, you get, you learn and you get so much, and you can still make a living. So it, it, you know, so if as long as you're able to do it professionally, so you, you learn. And I prayed, and I remember. So I, let me continue. So I prayed, asking God for that. And just so you know, within 15 minutes, they terminated me. I prayed and asked God. I said, God, and I pray specific prayers when I pray. And I try not to make it selfish. You know, when you pray, there are some things, you know, when you are seeking the divine, divine intervention. And I'm not saying this is not a rule, it's not a rule of thumb. But I find value in, I believe in the divine. I believe that God is that that which nothing greater exists and, and or can be imagined. 
God is beyond me. He, God is unlimited. He or she or whatever. God is unlimited. I am limited. Okay. But in a sense, I believe that God connects with us. That which is beyond us still connects with us in, in some way. And each of us connects with that. With that revelation in a particular way. Now the issue is, some of us connect with that and we exceptionalize it. And of course, one of the articles, I talked about that in one of the previous episodes. We exceptionalize a particular position. We generalize something. We universalize it when it wasn't meant for that. A revelation and experience with the divine may just be meant for you. But it provides tremendous perspective for other people. Other people might find value in your experience. So, you know, I find value. So I pray specific. So I pray because I want to be able to point. So I'm able to look back and say oh this is exactly what i prayed for and this is exactly what happened i prayed for this exact thing that that i'm terminated and that uh that god would fix my uber account so i could do the uber and also and i and god i will do uber on the side and so on and so forth and thirdly what i will do is um oh and i will go back to 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 school i want to be able to go back to do my phd and help me to find the right school and so on and so forth so i within 15 minutes i got a call from my from the chief executive officer and i was terminated now the reason they provided for terminate there was no reason to be honest but i was and i gladly accepted the termination okay i was terminated and i started to act upon the prayer i said god if you but and i said god if you do these things for me please i am i i'm doing this not just for self but also to add value to people because my goal in life is to have is to add value because that, so when we pray, we try not to. Be, to what end are we doing it? You ask. Okay, so so you know because I believe we can. I am I am I am an intelligent being. I I believe, and that which is beyond me is even more intelligent. Okay, so if I can reason with others, then I believe that that which is beyond me has that ability to reason. So I reason. As I'm gonna make so. So, if, so in a sense, I reasoned with the divine, with God, or whatever you you, however you connect with the divine. Or with the ultimate so that is you know that's that's quite interesting to be honest so those are some of the things you have to think about so yes yeah, so as i let me continue so i prayed and um within and and so i said so i said it's not just for it's for you to look good and so on so i prayed those prayers and those three prayers came you know I, so i got into georgetown and i'm in georgetown right now I withdrew from, uh, well, so I'm, uh, and I'm doing the Doctor of Liberal Studies at Georgetown University. Then I also, I got to, um, for some reason, Uber fixed my account and BAPS, and I'm going to, I deliberately use the word BAPS here because, uh, you know, because I don't believe, I don't, I don't believe in intellectualism, intellectualism. I don't believe in privilege because even this issue of academia and intellectualism, academia and intellectual, we in, intellects or scholars try to privilege their knowledge or think, because, but for me, I think the more I study, I have several degrees and so on. And, and as I go to, the more I advance, the, the more you know, the more you don't know. The more I realize you don't know. You be, you know, the more as you grow, the more you become more aware. Because the world is so vast, the universe is so vast. The hum, human being, we are so vast. We still don't know everything about the human being, about humans. 
but yesterday we tried to privilege certain positions you know so that those things so I prayed and in those ways and 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 can I tell you uh, sometimes I got discouraged I you know I, I feel discouraged I started the company I wrote the, oh and I wrote the book I wrote the book the book got published it's all over the world it's on paperback you know and things started happening and I started a, a, a company and a think tank and website and I struggled on the website but you know I am learning so much about website about domains about coding embedding files and I you know to be honest without without I you know I'm self-taught I can play the piano I'm self-taught I play the drums I'm self-taught I play tennis I'm self-taught I'm able to develop a website I'm self-taught I do my own taxes I I understand how to do taxes and so on you know while I studied I was a financial advisor and finance I did financial management but in terms the ability to be able to do taxes and so on I'm self-taught but I still need to do some work on that but I'm self-taught you know but and I work hard to study and to learn and then I remember I was praying. I said, God, give me content. Give me, give me ideas. Oh, and can I tell you? I, you know, I have so many. I have a lot of content. A lot of content. I am not, I am not short of ideas. I have a lot of ideas. A lot of ideas for the neoliberal. A lot of ideas. A lot of stuff working on, which is coming to slowly coming together. But I need your help. I need your support. I need investors. I'm working on developing a board. I'm about to complete a business plan. But the, we have a corporation. It's registered. We were in the newspaper. We issued that. It, this is a, it's a professional company. Um, uh, so far, we have two members of... Uh, uh, two, two persons who work with me. But um, on, a contribu- on, a, on a volunteer basis. But the company is growing. Um, recently, I... 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 Um, I I, 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 um, I landed a partnership with, with some brands who will be who will be advertising on my on several of my news feeds and my and on my show and I also landed uh, other partners which I will be talking about in another take other I landed several partners who will be working with me I'll be doing a book signing coming up on Saturday I'm going to be on the Germantown radio and I've been doing quite a, a lot of leg work, leg work without financing and so on. I've been using a lot of my own funds to the, to the extent of, where, you know, but can I tell you, um, it, the neoliberal has tremendous opportunity to grow. Tremendous opportunity. You know, I'm looking forward to this new program that we have, Street Vibe, and this, this show where people, where we are opening up the program where people can post and interact. Send, send us your podcast. Send us audio. And we will we will broadcast it. We will set it up so that okay. And uh, send us a, send us your 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 videos, your your sub posts. Please don't make it too long. Comments and so on. Share this show with others. And if you have ideas, let us know. And if you you know if you want if you're having events, send it to us. We'll broadcast it. If you have, um, if you are a small business and you're struggling to advertise and to promote, we can provide. Meet with us. I'm willing to sit with you and talk with you. You know, and um, and we have an online platform and uh, and uh, that, that's worldwide and global. And we also have a, uh, what what am I saying here? We also have a book, um, an an online store 
that link to our eBay page. So, and if you have, and if you also want to showcase any of uh, and list any of your your uh, your products or your items, you you have an opportunity to do it here with us. We will do that for you. We provide that opportunity. Okay, and um and just so you know, we provide everything free. All you have to do is subscribe, follow us, share this show on your program, and donate if you can. If you and you can donate whatever, whatever you want to donate. And of course, um, the only thing you purchase from us is our book, Neoliberalism, Globalization, Income Inequality, Poverty and Resistance. And we're working on several other books. And we also we will also have on the a resource page and and somewhere you can also access leadership and 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 other materials and resources and and so on. We will also promote other stuff and I did but there's a lecture that's on the 30th that we are also going to be joining live and we will promote that as well we will provide an opportunity to hear a lecture on race um, I think that it was a uh, professor Philippe Bourgeois who was a former prof- advisor and professor of mine at University of Penn shared a link and we are going to join that show and and uh, we will uh, broadcast that for you one of his students I believe um, or one of his part- colleagues will be doing a lecture on the 30th and we will have that for you it is not going to be a facebook live event but we will carry a podcast um where we'll have the gentleman giving that lecture on several several important matters about power and so on and so forth thank you so much for listening to another episode of the neoliberal round podcast and uh again visit us at ronaldocmckenzie.com ronaldocmckenzie.com and we are also at ronaldoc mckenzie.blogspot.com but once you go to renaldocmckenzie.com you have access to all the various feeds and and links to the various feeds and so on so thank you so much guys and uh continue to reach out continue to be a value-added member to society and i hope you have a great day take care Thank you for listening to Street Vibe, Pulse of the Street, where uh, I fleshed out with three individuals, three random individuals, two of which I believe were um, businessmen, one of which was just someone who I don't know who he is, but I believe um, when I spoke with him, he indicated that he um, he doesn't really work, but um, he's actually, he said he's in between jobs. But it's imp- but their perspective were interesting, and hopefully, I did. We they did give me the number so that we can probably continue this conversation because, but this is quite interesting um, to just interact with people and listen to what they have to say. But as I wrap up this episode, as I wrap up this episode here, I mean this episode of the of the neoliberal round today, um, I I just want to let you know that um, earlier I was. Uh, talking i i quickly lifted up steve um uh, kevin harrington's one of kevin harrington's seven steps to building a personal brand which is remember that the idea of your brand is just the beginning i won't get into the others you can visit kevin harrington's page and you will see the seven step and um and um we i'm hoping to speak with kevin about this and on on our show here sometime and to do an interview and to uh and to do an interview which may provide which may provide which may be useful 
which may be useful or you know or may provide which may provide some useful insights to people who to, to people who want who, are, who want to build a personal brand and who probably have talents and content and 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 the passion to do so but they just they like to know how and I, and in fact one street vibe contributor and you know why I need to speak why why I believe that um why why I believe that this interview with Kevin is useful not because of where he is and probably what he might be able to do if I have him on my podcast but one street vibe contributor Lisa had stated that people in her community need information and that's what they lack and you know and help still so that they can get into get to the next level as there are so as there's so much as there's uh, there's a lot of people with talent yet to be discovered just lying dormant or waiting for the right investment okay So, yes, people in her community need information. They need connections. They need help. Indeed. And so this, this, this opportunity to, you know, I said to you, to whom much is given, much is required. If, you know, if I have an opportunity to share, you know, when you, not only do you want to connect with these individuals to share, to probably, to, you know, uh, for the wrong, you don't want to connect for the wrong reasons. You connect with them because you want to learn. They have, trem- there's tremendous opportunity to learn here. And I actually reached out to him asking him to, to be a mentor, to mentor me as I seek to, he has a personal brand and uh, I want to learn from those people. Mentoring is, you know, I used to be a mentoring coordinator. One of the things I said as a mentoring, what mentors do. What is it? What is mentor? Who is a mentor? Mentor is a, is a relational experience between two people where one person pours into the next person. And can I tell you, I have evolved because mentoring is actually not, is not a top-down approach. To be honest there, it's a reciprocal relationship. There's two people who are sharing with each other. Exchange is taking place. I am benefiting from this experience, and the other, and then the other person is benefit, benefiting from the experience. But of course, as a mentor, a mentor is a relational experience where one person pours into other person's life, so that they can realize their goal. Yes, so that they can, and sometimes that's what is, and in society, and you know, one thing in business, people talk about succession planning. How do you plan successfully? For the future, how do you plan successfully so that your uh, your company will last and continue? Some companies die because there's no succession planning. Some legacies die because there's no succession planning. And so, mentoring mentoring provides that 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 the answer. It's a relational ex- exercise, not just to help to continue to maintain a particular legacy, but also to imp- to pour into the people who will take over, who will lead. Who will, you know, who you you will need to continue this particular legacy, this particular idea, this particular important value or perspective, which will benefit society. So this is important, and not only the information that he has, 
and the connection that anyone will have with this person. Somebody in the community that I live in and the people, some of the people who I have served and I serve, the information that I have on my program, they would, it, it would be, it, I don't want to keep the information for myself. Those seven steps, I was, you know, as I read the seven steps, those are some of the things I'm already doing and I, you know, and I said, oh, I can identify with some of these things and some of the stuff I need to beef up or to improve. So this is really good. Information is is the key, guys. And Lisa said we lack this in our community, in our community. And and not just in and when I say our community, because I don't believe in race and stuff, but there are communities. There are some local people, commu- people in communities, small communities where you know uh, where investments not there and so on. But there, there's opportunity for investment. There's opportunity for growth and development. Opportunities there. And so. I think this provide this is really good when we can when 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 and you know one thing that we we talk about is that when people leave certain communities certain black people leave or when certain people whether black white whatever whoever you are when they leave communities when they make it in life and go to other communities they are not organized in terms of how they give back to their community it's very sporadic and ad hoc in a sense and sometimes what people need is not as I said, they need information. Information sometimes. And sometimes they lack the know-how. They need to know how to do it. And so on and so forth. They need connections. Because if they have the right connection to the right team around them, the right people. People who can... I, I, I was in Philadelphia. I was on uh, Tulpa Hawking the other day. And I spoke with a young man, 29 years old. He said he has six or seven kids. Can't remember his name. I saved his, his name. And I told him, you know, but I, I like meeting people in the street, in the community, learning from them. But, you know, he said to me, you know, so, Philadelphia is becoming so hot. Philadelphia is so fiery, man. I just, I got it. You know, I want to change some of my friends and so on. You know, he said to me, I mean, oh, you look like somebody who's positive, who, you know, who work hard and go. I, that's the people I want to sit around with now, man. You know, for, I don't want to be out there in the streets doing all crazy stuff anymore. I want to, you know, I want to sit around myself with the right people, get the right kind of framework, the right kind of idea. I don't want to be, you know, and we, and I think, uh, I was watching an interview with Snoop Dogg recently when, and they were talking about when, uh, 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 he was talking about when he was mixed up and when he was just, when he was mixed up in that gangster life and how he had to take a stand he came out of that and, you know, surrounded himself with the right people and connected himself with the right people and so on. And so, as, you know, people who have, who, when you have gotten to the next level or, and when you become, when you have investment, when people, when people have invested in your life, it's, it's not just for you to keep it for yourself. And I'm part of a fraternity called Phi Beta Sigma Fraternity. And I really appreciate my pledging experience. And one of the things they talk about was koinonia. A recognition that what belongs to you is not for you. It, you are a steward of what you have. You just hold it. You're just holding it as a stu- steward for the other brothers. You're holding it for the other brothers. But it's a recognition that what you have is not just for you. So, you know, in brotherhood, in fraternal life, they dispel this selfish individualism, so to speak. They're just the idea of community is you know, within the fraternal life, and then it you know the good thing about fraternal life it it prepares you to to be able to engage community to be able to 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 even to bet to be able to uh, to engage other people. You know what I'm saying? So that's the kind of community that you it it makes you a better man. They say it makes you a better husband. It makes you a better person. 
you know, it, because it teaches you the value of community, the value of brotherhood, the value of togetherness. That's very important. And the value of investing in others, sharing your life with others, investing in others what has been invested in you so that you can uplift your community and so as you lift up yourself. So thank you very, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the, Lib- the Neoliberal Round podcast. And I hope you have a great day and tune in to the ne- and, 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 and just so you know, we have another, we have two major podcast episodes coming lined up for you. And I did mention that earlier, but um, I will have, I will complete them. Uh, for I'm still working on them. I mean, I've completed it, but I haven't, been, haven't had a chance to put my finger on that. And we will, and we will, we will release them as as they become available. What is the ultimate of all things? The ultimate of all things is that we live as one, with all our individuality. A man said, "Once you label me, you negate me." So let us move together as one, not in name, as Philadelphia suggests, which is the city of brotherly love, but abandoning those things that stand in the way of unity and striving for togetherness while we work on on the hurt and the scars from yesterday, while we work to heal people who are still hurting from the past so that we can move together as one into the future. Thank you for listening and have a great day.